oh, that feeling of frustration. You're trying to achieve something. Maybe you set a goal and you just ugh, couldn't make it. Um, it is almost that time for New Year's resolutions. You guys, I have a secret for you. I never make New Year's resolutions ever. Um, but that is in part because I constantly make new goals kind of throughout the year and I kind of adjust and I shift throughout the year. But, um, it's a bonus random fact for you, I guess. Um, but you know, for those of you who do make new year's resolutions, raise your hand if you accomplished your goal that you set out to do at the beginning of 2019. Yeah, not many of us, right? (laughs) Now, this isn't a goal setting podcast. In fact, this is an episode specifically about the reasons why we failed to achieve those goals. Now, whether that goal is in losing the 20 pounds, um, getting rid of that, rid of that belly, um, or whether it's in actually getting your business going and making it super profitable and beyond your wildest dreams, um, or even if it's just improving your relationships or putting down your phone and being more present with your kids. You know, we all have issues, <laughs> frustrations with that sometimes. Like, ah, I just lot like lost an hour in my phone and ignored my kids. Um, so whatever your goal was, this is about why we fail and how to stop failing. In this podcast, we explore how doing all the right things, having everything in order, doing it all, and hustling don't actually help us really make an impact or achieve our goals, as well as what actually does. This podcast is for people who want to know that living a resonating, inspiring life isn't easy or comfortable, but so much more. I'm your coach, Cosette, and this is More Than Enough. Today's random fact is sponsored by the VIPs of this podcast. The VIPs basically have me as their own personal mentor. They get to ask their questions and get things covered on the podcast before anybody else. It's like walking through your own personal self-help book aisle or talking to your own therapist without actually paying for the money. So if you want to dive in and be a VIP as well, you can do so for as little as 99 cents a month at the link below in the show notes. Just click on support this podcast to sign up. And now for a random fact of the day. Hey guys, today's random fact is in fact totally random. (laughs) Um, Today's random fact is actually that I never had any pets growing up. Never, never, never. Um, The only pets we ever had in our house were actually, I think, lizards and a frog that belonged to my brother and fish um, that belonged to my brother. And so I never had a cat or a dog growing up at all. And so the first pet that I ever got was after we got married, after we had two kids, um, we got a cat. And unfortunately, that cat passed away. I think it ended up having like cancer, the lungs or something, Um, passed away after only a year. And then we got a dog. And... (laughs) got him as a puppy and that has been a journey for sure um the first dog I've ever had in my entire life and trying to raise it at the same time with kids so that's your random fact for the day and I would love to hear if you connect with me on Instagram at lady mind boss I would love to hear when the first time you got or that was a weird way to ask that question when you got your first pet what it was and then your favorite thing I'd love to hear 
Good morning, friends. It is again five o'clock in the morning, and I am again driving. So, hopefully, I've adjusted the audio just a little bit on this one, but hopefully, you can hear me and you also understand the background noise is the noise of the freeway. Don't you love that sound? It's like, I don't know, I guess it means you're going somewhere, right? Um, anyways, let's get on to the topic today. Um, you know, this is an interesting one. I feel like there's always connections during the week about what needs to occur, you know, and what, what we need to talk about. And I think this one is particularly interesting because it comes not from the perspective of someone being coached, but from multiple coaches. Um, so I was having a conversation with, oh my goodness, people everywhere. Um, another coach on Instagram and a business friend of mine on Facebook, I guess the conversation was on messenger. Um, And then a personal friend of mine, um, she's a French tutor whom I love. If you don't know and haven't listened to some of the episodes, I do bring in a lot of French mindset. Um, Learning French is actually the first time I ever really had a true perspective shift and a mindset change as people say, you know, people, everybody says mindset is everything. And while I agree with that, I agree it is also like a hot topic and a phrase that people don't understand. Um... So when we talk about mindset is everything, when I learned French, um, that's when I started to realize the power of perception. So perception and mindset, I kind of use it at the same time. I feel like perception is a better word um, because that's what mindset is. Mindset is simply just perception, your perception of the world, your perception of your life, your perception of everything, right? Um, Anyway, so I love, 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 love talking to my French tutors and getting their outside perspectives, you know, because it's, it's fun to talk to people from America um, or even Canada who have similar mindsets, similar perspectives, um, but I love talking to people from other cultures who see something completely differently. Um, but the interesting thing about this one is all of the cultures and all of the people in all of their different work saw this exactly the same way. It was crazy. They all worded it differently. And I've begun to think begun to think it myself as well. But you know the interesting thing is it really kind of comes down to why people fail. Why do people fail when they're trying to lose weight? Why do people fail in their relationships? Why do people fail in their businesses, in their work, in their careers? Um and that is the craziest thing. It really every single one of them in the different wording that they used talked about why people fail and as I was thinking about it it's like that's exactly why I have failed up to this point um with different things in my life you know or to different points in my life right so anytime you quote-unquote fail this is why and you know everybody talks about you can either um fail or you win and the failure is the lesson right so it's really not failing or learning it's learning or winning excuse me (laughs) I swear I can speak this morning So it's not failing or winning, it's learning or succeeding, basically, right? And I'm sure you've heard a lot of those quotes. There's no such thing as failure, blah, 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 right? And when you're kind of in the thick of it, when you haven't quite succeeded yet, right? It gets really frustrating because you're like, what the heck was I supposed to learn from that? Um, And I can tell you this from my experience, you're never going to learn anything from the feeling of frustration, right? Because if you're asking yourself, what was I supposed to learn from this? And you're so frustrated and you just feel kind of perturbed about it. Like you're not going to learn the lesson. Like that's the crazy thing. Um, but it was 
Anyway, so let me let me kind of jump into the two biggest reasons people fail. Um, as all of us have agreed upon, business owners and coaches and all that jazz, okay? And then we'll kind of explain just a little bit more. So the two biggest reasons people fail. Number one, they don't know who they are. And number two, they don't know what they want. Okay, those are the only reasons people fail, you know? You look at... Um, trying to lose weight, right? And oftentimes there's kind of a disconnect between what we say we want. You know, I say I want to lose 10, 20, 50 pounds, right? I just, I wish I could lose this weight. I wish I could lose the baby weight. I wish I could lose X amount of weight by summertime when I'm wearing my swimsuits, right? Whatever it is, right? And we say we want that, but when it comes down to it, we don't really want it. Otherwise we would have it right? Because we've associated losing weight with pain and suffering and I've got to starve myself and I don't get to have anything pleasurable to eat and all the stuff that we tell ourselves in our heads, right? And so, you know, when it gets down to it, we kind of don't really know what we want. We, we want to want to lose weight, but we don't really want to lose weight, right? Or sometimes in business, you know, it's really interesting. We want, it sounds so fun. It sounds so cool to be an entrepreneur right now, to work online. You know, there are groups of people where it's like, that's not a real job. Or there are groups of people where it's like, it's the coolest thing in the world. And you can succeed. And the business owner, you can make so much money and you can be so free and you can do something awesome. Like all the different stories that we've heard, right? And we say we want it. But when it comes down to it, Sometimes we don't really want it. Okay, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, it's like the difference between... I don't remember if I've shared this story on here or not. But, um, there... Let's just say once upon a time, right? <laughs> once upon a time. It's a real story. Um, but essentially it kind of comes down to... You know, let's, let's go back to talents, okay? I may have shared this on one of the talent episodes. But, you know, if you come in say, let's use pianos. I don't know if you guys have ever watched someone play the piano. Um, I used to a lot. My mom, growing up, my mom played the piano, um, and she played the most beautiful songs. Like, we used to dance in the living room when she was playing the piano. Like, my grandma actually made us these really cool dresses. They were actually made out of curtains, old curtains, and so they were heavy, Um, but they were really, really spinny. (laughs) If you have a daughter, you know what I mean? Like you could spin around in a circle and they just like flow out and it was so much fun. Um, so my sisters and I would get out those flowy dresses, um, when we fit in them anyway, and we'd go in the living room and we'd just twirl around while my mom played piano. It was so beautiful. Um, and I always used to kind of be envious of people who could play the piano, (laughs) which is funny because my mom tried to teach me. And I just, I didn't want to. I didn't like it. I just did not want to. But I love the sound of a piano, right? And even in college, um, I remember on Sundays, there would be this man. I still to this day do not know his name. Um, But he would go into the church building where we would have church. And he would show up early and he would just play. Like he would play the most beautiful songs. And he totally... He just knew it. Like, it was crazy. Like, he'd go from one song and then flow seamlessly into another song. And he's totally just, like, playing it on a whim. It was the most beautiful thing. I always loved getting up early and going to church so I could listen to him play. Right? Have 
any of you guys ever done this? You want so bad for something to happen. You really appreciate something. And so you'll do whatever it takes. I mean, maybe not whatever it takes, but you enjoy being present for this thing, right? Well, and I used to tell myself, you know, I'm so jealous. I'm like, I wish I could play like that. I wish I could create beautiful music like that. Um, And, you know, I kept trying to push myself to learn the piano. And finally, it kind of dawned on me, A, um, learning, being able to play at that level requires a certain amount of commitment, right? And it's not that I'm a non-committal person. I'm very committed. Just not to that, (laughs) Okay. That's the interesting thing is you, you have to understand, like, just because you're having a hard time committing to one thing and practicing or whatever, one thing doesn't mean you're non-committal. It just means something is off about it. And, you know, that was the interesting thing to me is like, when you see these people who are incredibly successful, whether it's at music or their YouTube channel or their Instagram business, um, influencing or they're crazy successful business owners, or whatever it is that they're succeeding at, right? It means that they they're willing to put in the time to that, okay? Because it means that it's in line with their talents and their abilities and their desires, right? You guys kind of following along what I'm saying? Like, what you want, it still has to align with your talents and your abilities. Otherwise, you're going to feel like a complete idiot who doesn't know what they're doing, and nobody wants to feel like that, right? So when you get back to like what you want, right? Again, like a lot of people say, I want this. I wanted to learn how to create music like this, but did I really want to? No, because it wasn't my way. Or perhaps I just don't have the talent for that. And, and my, my passion for piano music is more to be the receiver, right? Because there are always two sides of that. You, there's always the giver and then there always has to be a receiver, It works in business, it works in musical talents, it works everywhere. There have to be receivers, right? Would, yeah, some piano players would be okay only ever playing for themselves, but like, they always want someone to receive their talent, right? As do business owners, as do, I'm really anybody, they want their talent to be received, they want their passion to also be received. So maybe my love of music is simply just to be the receiver of beautiful music, you know, and, and maybe one day I'll find a method of learning piano that doesn't involve learning to read music. (laughs) I know that's how a traditional people, people traditionally learn how to play music. It just does not sit well with me. So do you kind of see what I'm, what I'm getting at here is like, we say we know what we want and we say we want things, but when it really comes down to it, we really don't. Um, and this kind of dawned on me too, again, with these conversation with these coaches, like, Because what you want is actually connected to who you are. Like, that's the craziest thing. If you don't know who you are, everything kind of hinges off of that. If you don't know who you are, you can't know what you want. Because, again, knowing and understanding that, you know, learning to read music and learning this traditional method of learning how to play the piano is just not in line with what I'm good at. It's not in line with my strengths or my abilities. And when every time I sit down and try to do it, it just gets frustrating because it's not... You know, it's, it's one of my weaknesses, I guess you could say, right? Like one of my weaknesses is reading music. Okay. (laughs) Reading music and understanding, like for some reason, just looking at the notes and yes, I can see that the right hand plays this note at the same time, the left hand plays this note, but it just does not go out to my hands versus 
when there are certain songs that I've heard millions of times and I love them. And so I've taken the time to figure out what the notes are and then I just memorize it and then I can play it, right? But after I've, I've heard it and I've kind of memorized the notes and I can play it again, of course, it's super easy to know that those two notes play at the same time. But it's just the way that my brain works, I have to hear it. I have to hear it first. And the, the method of reading the music just does not flow for me. Um, it just is awkward and it just doesn't work. <laughs> but see, like, I understand that difference now. And if I had understood that difference when I was little, maybe I've made it a difference. Um, but I didn't know who I was. I didn't know that that was a weakness of mine. And granted, you'd never know until you tried, right? But again, it comes back to who we are. And so as my French friend said, you know, I was just had a conversation with her and she was saying, you know, one of the things that bugs me the most is that most people can't see how incredibly talented and valuable they are. Most people don't see that. And it messes, it messes up everything, right? Like they, if you don't know your talents, if you don't know your strengths, if you don't know your real value and the gifts that you're meant to share with the world, well, it makes it nearly impossible to share them with the world. Um, and, or if you know them and you won't acknowledge them, right? It makes it so hard. And she was just lamenting how many people kind of waste their lives away not knowing these things. You know, a lot of times people talk about it's a waste of your life if you don't get in the stock market soon enough, or if you don't invest soon enough, or it's a waste if you get in the wrong career first, or, you know, we always worry about wasting time on things. But honestly, I think the only time truly wasted is when we continue to allow ourselves not to really know who we are and what we want. Um, that truly is a wasted life. What we really want, not what everybody else wants, not what everybody else says is cool, not what everybody else thinks we should do, but what we actually want. We spend too much of our lives living lives that we think other people say we should, you know, the way we grew up in our culture, um, whether it be our, um, nation's culture or our family culture, right? We are always trained with certain things. You know, how many of you, raise of hands if you want to. How many of you were raised in a family where education's important, you know? You gotta graduate from high school with good grades and you've gotta go to college or any emphasis on good grades at all, right? How many of you grew up like that? Okay, that's cultural influence, right? We grow up thinking, well, I should graduate and I should have good grades and I should go to college and I should be able to graduate and get a good job because I should blah, 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 right? How many of you were told that? Okay, not everybody excels in schooling like the same academic type of schooling in the way that we we do it in our school system here not everyone excels at that and sometimes it makes them feel stupid you do realize that Einstein like the most genius person that we know um did not do well in school he did not um and a lot of other people that we really look up to the person who created the Simpsons that was so popular for the longest time um, he did not do well in school at all either. You know, you, you look at people and if we simply base our lives off of what everybody else says that we should do, it's not going to work, you know? And, and part of it is like, they're well-meaning. They just want the things, the lessons that they learned, like, man, I wish I would have gone to school longer, right? So that my income could have been higher or whatever, whatever reasons that they had, they're trying to share that wisdom with us, you know, go to school, get good grades, get a, go to college because it helps you with your career potential, right? And maybe they, that's something that they wish they had done, but 
if it's not for you, if it's not your way of doing things, then it's not, it's going to feel icky and it's going to feel weird. And you're going to feel like you're letting somebody down and you're going to feel like you're a loser because you can't figure it out or something like that. Right. And that's, you know, if you're living your life for somebody else, I want you to ask yourselves this question right now, because you're going to know if you need to work on this, who are you living for? Who are you living your life for? If it clicks, it means you're ready. If you're just like, this doesn't make sense, then it means you're not ready for this. And that's okay. Just start becoming aware of who you are and what you want. Your talents and your strengths and your weaknesses. Yes, it's okay to have weaknesses. We all have them. It's okay to acknowledge them because it means you get to avoid things like that. (laughs) But just really get, and if, if it resonates with you, do it. Otherwise, it means it's it's not for you, and that's okay. Um, but who are you living for? You know, if you look at your day, do you find yourself making decisions based off of what other people will think? Even your family members. Oh, man, but I don't want to hurt so-and-so, or I don't want to do that, or blah, blah, blah. If you're talking to yourself like that every time you need to make a decision, then chances are you're not living for you. Chances are you're living for everybody else. You're living for your spouse. You're living for your kids. You're living for your parents. And that's not you. That's not the best that you can give the world. That's not the best that that you can live. And so when I say, like, you don't know who you are and you don't know what you want, absolutely. You know, another way of saying what you want, um, I was talking to another coach, and we weren't talking specifically about coaching. We were just, I was asking some market research questions to her, um, for one of my clients actually. And just because she was in my, my sphere of, um, I don't want to say sphere of influence, but, um, people that I know. And so I was talking to her and this one was specifically about relationships. And, um, it was really interesting because she, she's single. And so we were just having a conversation about being single. And I was like, well, where do you hang out? What do you do? Like, tell me a little bit more. And she was just kind of like, you know, sometimes I just tease myself that I'm far too comfortable being single. And, you know, she was kind of self-derogatory. And I was like, look, listen, whoever says you can't be single. I mean, like, where do we get this concept that you cannot live a good life if you're single or something like that? Like, I was just like, that's just messed up. Like, if you want to be single, then by goodness sake, just be single. I don't care. Like, I'm not trying to judge you. It's simply just if you wanted to have a partner and you are struggling to get said partner, well, then that's an issue. That's when you want to get help is because it's like, if that's something that you want, you want, then let's help you get that. You know, and it was interesting because she was bringing in a lot of the cultural things like culture always tells us, well, um, you're going to be happier when you have a partner, right? You're going to be happier when you have someone to share your life with, right? Um, every romantic movie ever (laughs) tells you that message, right? You're going to be happier with somebody else. They're going to solve all your problems. And I think she was kind of sharing some of that cultural was that, you know, it comes across in her mind as a single person, I'm going to be happier. It's like, I should want to have a partner, but I just, I'm too comfortable not having a partner. And that's fine. It's like, look, listen, first of all, you, you have to disengage from what you should want. Like if you don't want it, then you don't want it. And that's okay. It's not a problem. Um, but again, that was an interesting thing. We were, and we were talking about that. She's like, man, it's just, 
I feel like I should, but it's just sometimes so hard to decide what you want to do. You know, do I want to go find a partner? Do I want to put my energy into this? Do I want to do that? And I was like, you know, as adults, I feel like that is probably one of the hardest questions is what do you want? Because as kids, we're we're raised and people tell us things all the time. Oh, you need to get good grades. You need to go find friends. You need to go do this. You need to, you know, and they kind of like give us a direction to go as we're little. And then as we get older and we kind of accomplish all those things, um, then it comes, well, now what? Like, now what's my next step? Like, I did the things. I graduated from high school. I went to college. I found a spouse. I've had kids. I, now what? Like, when is my direction now? Like, think about it though, really. If you haven't achieved any of those things or if you have, right? What is the direction that everybody else tells you? Go to school find a good partner, get married, have kids, live happily ever after, right? Like that's just kind of this direction that we have in our heads. And when you get older and you either decide, you know what, I don't want that. Well, then what do I want? What is my direction in life? Or you accomplish all those things and then realize, dang it, (laughs) now what? (laughs) Um, you have to figure out what you want. And this, this coach on Instagram and I both agreed that finding what you want is sometimes, really, really difficult. Sometimes it's really hard to figure out what you want. And kind of on that note, I want to share one last thought from another one of my coaching friends. Um, we were kind of talking about this and how like, you know, the re- the biggest reason I failed, quote unquote failed my first two businesses was because of that thing. I was just like, I didn't really even know the conditions of the job I wanted. Um, and a lot of times everybody tells you, especially in business, like, or career, you know, everyone says, just do what you love and find a way to make money doing it. Or, um, you know, just be aware of that, that activity that you do where you just lose track of time or the the thing that people always come to you with questions or they ask for your advice on. Right. And I was like, I honestly had no flipping idea. Right. And not that people have to know. There are a lot of people who've made it through and they didn't even know. Right. So I'm like, you don't, absolutely have to define success if you're motivated enough in a different area, right? If your motivation um, is enough in a different way. But for me, it wasn't enough. It was like, you know, financially, my husband works a full-time job and we found a way to be comfortable on that income. It is nowhere close to six figures, um, but we found a way to make it work and it's known and it's comfortable. So for me, it was like the, the money factor wasn't really enough, And this is a whole conversation we'll have to get into later is finding your why, finding your motivation that's actually going to get you through a change or accomplishing something that you want. But the point was like just making the money wasn't enough of a motivation for me because the motivation was all wrong. Like, well, yeah, I want to be, I want to make six figures and I want to have a $3 million business. And, you know, all these things are like, I, I did want that. I do. But the problem was like, I was already living a comfortable life, right? My husband and I, like I said, have found a way to be comfortable on the income that we already have. And so it was like, if my goal is to make six figures so that I can be comfortable, well, I'm already comfortable. So why would I go through all this growth and all this whatever to still be comfortable? Like that, that doesn't make sense. Kind of like we talked about, I think we did this last week, right? Um, if you see the future and you think I've got to go through all this struggle and all this hardship just to hit the same level I'm already at right now. Well, why would you do that? 
That doesn't make any sense because you're at the same level you are right now, right? We go through the hardship to hit a different level to to create something different than we have right now. And so for me, the money was not a, a good enough motivator. But it's really interesting because I, you know, again, I said I was talking to a business friend on Messenger and I was like, this is, that was what I really didn't know. I wasn't aware of a specific talent I have that could be marketable or done like on one-to-one service. You know, some people are phenomenal at like Facebook ads and they make crazy awesome businesses out of it. Um, like the host of, oh, what's it called? Making, making money or making profits podcast. Her name is Claire Pels something. Her last name is really long, <laughs> but she goes by Claire Pels. Um, and that's what she does. All she does is Facebook ads and she does them for seven, eight figure business owners. So you guys, if you don't know, that means you're, they're business owners who make a million dollars or tens of millions of dollars and more. So like these are crazy cool business owners. But I was like, you know, I didn't, I really didn't know that. And it was really cool because my, my friend kind of reached out and she was like, you know, honestly, most people don't know that. Most people don't know their specific talents. Most people don't know what they love to do. Um, they just, she's like, they don't see their own value. They, what, they don't see what they bring to the table. Um, you know, it's easier to come up with the conditions. Like I, I want to be able to work less than 40 hours a week. I want to be able to make a certain amount of money. Like that's somewhat easier. And I think a lot of my journey too, here's where we get into the lesson. The lesson from your failures usually will actually be connected to who you are, what you want. Isn't that crazy? So looking at the lessons from your failures, it's going to tell you usually what, who you are or what you want. Okay. Now, if you get into business and you're working with other people, it could tell you more about who they are and what they want. (laughs) Okay. But usually it's connected to those two things. And, um, what it looks like if you don't know this, especially if you're trying to, to build a business is that you end up just kind of bouncing from one thing to another. Um, you're just kind of hoping you can make something work. Uh, you you just kind of bounce around from idea to idea and it's hard to stay focused and you know, you just, you just don't know what you want. Um, and that's the coolest thing anyways. Like I think some of those things that I learned from those quote unquote failures the most was that what I actually wanted. Like I now have this list of things where like, I know I don't want that, which means I do want something more like this. And when I would have first written out my conditions, okay, that means like, um, I don't want to work nine to five. I want to be flexible with my hours. I want to be able to travel, right? A lot of the things, a lot of the reasons that most people will even go into, um, entrepreneurship or some form of business or even just work at home jobs, right? Is because they want to be able to travel more. They want to be able to have bigger Christmas parties. I don't know. They want to be able to buy a boat or a truck. I don't really know. Right. And we do it because we want the truck or whatever. But, you know, a lot of times the failure is the very lesson you need to see what it is that you actually want. Like, which is kind of cool when you slow down enough and you look at it enough, you'll see it. So for example, when I first started trying to to do a business online and you can do this with uh, weight loss or any other goal too, write down what it is you think you want when you first start. So for me, it was, I want to be able to make money online, but I want it to be flexible because I still have kids and I want to be, I still want to be their mom. I still want to be present, but I, I want to be able to work too. And, um, I wanted to be able to make, uh, at least $5,000 a month and failed and failed and failed and couldn't get there and couldn't get there. And when I finally allowed myself to actually be quiet enough to find the lesson, it was really, really cool because it was like, wow, I realized I want to work with a team. Like I don't, I don't enjoy working by myself. I really don't. I really enjoy working with a team and I enjoy being able to lead a team. Um, and then something else kind of came along and kind of failed. And I realized as I was silent enough and listened to the lesson, 
wow, like I actually really enjoy something that has the capacity to learn. You know, this is the very reason why I don't want to go back to any sort of corporate job or even just like pay per hour job. So I'm like, I hate feeling stuck. I hate feeling like I've hit the top of what I can earn and the top of what I can do. Um, and the only way I can do one or earn more is by giving more time. I'm like, I don't, I don't like that. Um, I like, you know, most people hate commissions, but I'm like, I kind of like the idea of commissions because it means that if I have a better quality of work, I can earn more money versus just putting in more time, you know? Um, and most people see it as risky. And to me, I'm like, that sounds great. Um, so, you know, like learning more about the conditions of what I really want. So a lot of times, again, like I said, the real lesson is going to be who you are or what you want. It's going to help you see, oh, I have a talent there. Oh, that's not my talent. Um, it's going to help you learn those lessons. So today, if you don't know, if you're one of those people who's kind of been bouncing around, so say it's in business, you've been bouncing from idea to idea, you have a hard time focusing, you really don't know what to do, or you're trying to lose weight. And you just, yeah, the yo-yo dieting, anybody, anybody trying to get a diet, trying to start a diet and just not going, not losing the weight, feeling like it's just the last amount of weight that I can't lose. Right. There's a lesson you need to learn about who you are or what you really want. Okay. And it's not, it's maybe not that you don't want to lose the weight. It's maybe just, this is this method, this way that I've been trying to do it. It's just too hard for me. Like, I feel like I have to sacrifice too many breads or I have to sacrifice too much of what I love. Um, Or perhaps it's like a relationship goal. You know, I want to improve my relationship with somebody. Like, okay. And then you have to really get down and write down what are my strengths? What can I bring to the table? And what can I use to give to a partner? Or how could I be the partner that, that, the type of partner that I would want to marry, right? Those kinds of questions and start asking yourself, start getting down, what are my strengths? What are my weak with my weaknesses? Well, that's a word. My weaknesses. Um, what do I like doing? What do I enjoy? What are my hobbies? Um, what am I good at? What am I not good at? What do I not enjoy spending time doing? Okay, getting down and just just being reflective on that, or asking your family and friends. I hated this one because I'm like eh, I tried asking my family and they're just like I don't know, and I move around a lot. And so I haven't really had a close, close friend, um, since like high school guys, that's kind of sad, isn't it? (laughs) But we move around a lot, like I said. Um, and so just asking anybody you can, or finding some way to get some feedback, even if it's just working some sort of job where you get feedback on, you know, you do this really well, or we need to work on this, right? That constructive criticism can be super helpful because it shows you either I need to work on this or this is a weakness for me and I'm not so good at this. So even just journaling, guys, I'm not, I'm not the best journaler, but the times when I do sit down and do feel motivated to journal, it usually ends up turning out really, really good. I usually end up seeing something that I never saw before. So that's your one to do for today. Find a time to sit down and journal, at least contemplate and ponder or meditate on, um, your talents and your strengths and your weaknesses or who you can ask. Go out and just ask one person today and say, hey, um, if you could ask me anything, what would you ask me, you know, for advice or, um, Hey, what do you think, see that I'm really good at? Or you see that I just naturally do so well, you know, if that's the one thing you do today and the one thing you accomplish today, you have totally succeeded at today. Like you win applause, 
you succeed because you are moving forward and you're progressing and that is rock awesome. So thanks for joining me today. I am at my destination. I hope this audio has worked super well for you guys and you've been able to hear this a little bit better than last time. Um, so good morning. It is five o'clock in the morning. I guess it's like 5.15 now, but um, good morning and may your day be phenomenally amazing. Hey, beautiful soul. If you've listened to a lot of podcasts or even one today, I know you get a lot of leave a review and rate on iTunes. And I know you're busy. Your time is valuable. So I'm only going to ask you to leave one review on someone's podcast today, just to show gratitude for the impact it's had on your life. Of course, I would love it if you rate and leave a review for this podcast, the More Than Enough podcast. But either way, please just reach out and rate and leave a review for just one podcast today. Deal? Okay, deal. Now let's get to it today.